Okay, cool. Uh, I'm recording right now. So yeah, any questions you have about this? Um, yeah, so so the questions that I have are about um, how, you know, we can serve nonprofits and um, what that looks like. So, um, you know, you're kind of saying every organization has an objective. And so with nonprofits, it's just sometimes different than yeah. businesses. And so just kind of getting clear, like what their goals are. So sometimes it might not be like obviously closing a client, but it could be, um, you know, developing like their, um, you know, more programs or, um, you know, um, helping people know that they're around and, and, and whatnot. So, um, I'm just trying to think about, oh, let me look at this real quick. Um, cause this is what it was. Okay. Da, da, da. And then did you get a chance to record the call with them or? No, I forgot. I forgot to do that. Oh, and you're I'm good. also, I'm also kind of thinking like, I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Have you ever, like when you finish your recording for the podcast and then you go into like your post conversation and then you ask them again, like, Hey, can I record this conversation for internal stuff? Or, I mean, do people ever have a problem with that? Um, so in both situations, every time you hit the record button on zoom, it'll basically say this meeting is being recorded so that they have consent over the recording. Yeah. Um, so you don't really have to worry about it from that angle. Um, and then also it will create a new recording inside Zoom. So that way, like if you recorded one, it'll be one recording and then below it will be the conversation you had with them. So from that standpoint, you'll have two separate files and then you don't have to worry about editing the podcast. But yeah. to your last point about confidentiality, yeah, it definitely comes up from time to time. Um, but it's like very rare. Like it'll be like one in... 30 people and then you just hit stop recording if you want yeah. um yeah i feel so. like i would want to like ask first um, yeah you can yeah you can definitely do it um i would say to be honest then it's probably better like i kind of already know what happens after the podcast interview i think it's probably better at that point to just uh record the sales call you have with them next time yeah, okay. uh, instead of the uh instead of the last part. Cause to be honest, it doesn't really matter too much. Like it's pretty binary in the sense that you either invited them to a sales meeting or you didn't. And that part's really straightforward. So I don't really need to hear that part as much as hearing the sales call. So I think if you want to record the sales calls, it'll make it a lot easier for me. Um, yeah. But that's something that you can do uh, when they take the second call with you. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, I can definitely um, do that. And yeah, so with this, with this particular um, person, you know, in their nonprofit, the thing I just was wondering is like, kind of how I was phrasing this follow up with them was just that, um, that I'm sharing that article that you have for the podcast frequently asked questions, right? And then I'm just saying it shows how podcast can not only be a great way for audiences to learn about your organization, but also a great way to make new connections with guests who are the ideal people you want to work with within your organization. Right. I kind of want to just hear your thoughts on, on that phrasing. Yeah. So um, it's basically not only are the people who you're talking to going to become prospects, but the people who listen to the show will reach out and want to work with you from that. Like you even heard, mm. I think it was that, guy we talked to two weeks ago that one of the first people we talked interviewed he was basically saying that someone had heard the podcast somehow that we was on i don't actually know how they heard it and then emailed him about it and said hey i heard you on the podcast so 
yeah. um, that was cool. And that happens all the time. Um, yeah. So the idea is that they're engaging their own audience. Um, we're putting it, a lot of times we're putting it on our website too. And then that gives them more exposure. So there's a number of different ways and reasons, but I think the biggest thing is that we basically, um, yeah, we basically get we basically get both types of people to become interested in their business from the podcast. So, okay, got it. Um, yeah, okay, that sounds good. So then I'll just um, send this email off to them and just um, because I, I am finding that I am getting connected with like several nonprofits. In fact, mm-hmm. we are on a call tomorrow. No, we're you and I are on a call. I mean, double check if you're wrong. Yeah, at two o'clock with a um a not a nonprofit that we talked to last week. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that'll be cool to kind of, you know, get more experience in that. Cause I, I just feel like I'm going to be connecting with some more music related nonprofits. Yeah. And the thing about nonprofits is one or two things are probably true. Either a, they don't have enough money to pay for it. In which case we could try to hit them with the startup marketing services. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, or B, they actually have a good amount of money because they have to spend it. They get money from the government or donors and they like literally have to spend the money. That's the whole purpose is to like grow the nonprofit to give more money back to or resources back to people who need it. So like they have to spend the money. So it's good for us because they have to grow in a way, in a certain way. So like, that's the only thing I would, I would say. Um, And you know, what will end up happening is we may end up adjusting the targeting. Maybe we'll, target people who are a little bit larger or something like that based on this first batch of people. But like I said the other day, the main thing is just to try to get as many of the opportunities created as possible, have a list of the active opportunities that you know about. And then even lastly, one thing I didn't mention yesterday is if you want to start, like anytime you have a conversation with somebody about pricing, definitely send over like you did with that, that sheet, definitely send over like the options. But one thing I would say is that you always want to try to get somebody to make one decision. Um, and so what I typically do, and that's why if you go into the follow-up sheet, you'll see the uh, the basically like next steps with Twiz email. That only has one link in it. And even though you can attach the PDF if you want, you always want to try to get somebody to make one decision. So if you're like, hey, here's a list of options, but based on our conversation, I think you'd be great for this. Here's the link to pay. And here's our case studies and stuff. If you want to check it out. And then from there... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm typing down some of the things you're saying. So you're like, when you reach out to them, here's a list of options. Um, after that, you said, uh, you want to just be like, Hey, here's the link to pay. And when they have the link to pay, then they basically can go and, um, uh, send that out to people. So I think the, or they can make the, they can make the payment. So if you need access to the links, so anytime you have someone who you've talked about pricing about, and you're like, I want to send this off to them, just ask me for the link and I'll get you a link. Uh, or we'll send you to the software that you can grab the links from and I'll show you how to do it. But the idea is that you always want to get that into somebody's hand because the more options they have, the less likely they're going to close. So the best sort of like, in addition to the active opportunities list and having that on hand at all times, the other thing that's very helpful is just um, having that email go out quite often, honestly, like you want to have like, if you're having one or two sales calls a day, you're going to be wanting to send that email like once a day, because then there's only one decision that that person is having and they don't have to think about anything else. It's just like, I'm either going to pay for this or I'm not. And then we can 
we can, you know, if it's like a science experiment, we can remove all the extraneous variables and say, okay, well, it wasn't because they were confused because we made it very clear it's just this one thing. Uh, if it wasn't that, then it must be because they didn't have the money or they didn't have all these other things. But the main thing is we want to get them clarity. So like that sheet is actually fine to send them that document. But uh, if you send them that link in that email and you put that link in there, and if you ever need the link, just ask me and I'll get it to you for whatever price you think they'd be best suited for, then we can at least just say, did they pay or didn't they pay? It's a binary outcome and they either did or didn't. And then all of our follow-up efforts are just around that one price point. We're like, hey, we sent you a link for this price. I'm curious if you wanted to move forward or not. And they're going to tell you no. And you want to always yeah. follow up with them until they're like, hey, I'm actually not interested. And at that point, we can just keep them in the community, keep them around, mm -hmm. keep them engaged, all that stuff. But the main thing is just to have them involved to a certain extent. So Yeah. So are you saying after the um i uh, we talk about pricing the mm -hmm. follow-up email for that after that conversation would be next steps with twiz yep um and customizing that now i'm looking at it right now and it said it has two links one's the link to case studies and then the payment link yep. um it looks like it's already in here the yep. link, so okay great. so if you need like and a then, different price then you just let me know and say hey i think we need a price oh. for this so like if it's that's just for 2500 and that's the one that's the podcast and stuff but if uh yeah, if they need the, and then if somebody says that they want to move forward or that they're interested in moving forward, then what you're going to want to do is you send that email. And then it also says in that email that we, well, it may not actually, I might have to add that sentence, but it should say I've also sent the contract for you to review. So once you get to that stage where somebody's like, I want to move forward, then we actually send the contract out. And that's really simple to do. And I'll show you how to do that at some point, but there's no need until somebody says like, I'm either interested or I like I want to move forward or like send me the next steps. Usually they'll say something along those lines. But the main thing is just to get them to see the link and then either confirm that they are going to do it or not going to do it. And just to kind of put that all in their face. So if you need anything outside of the 2500, which is the standard most popular price, then yeah. um, just let me know and I'll get you a separate link basically. So. That sounds good. And then one last question I have is, do you, do you send this next steps with Twiz um, like ever after, because my, my um, okay, so after I do the interviews, those are like 15 minutes, then, you know, we talk for less than 10 minutes and my focus is like, let's have a follow-up conversation. Yep. So rarely we talk about price. So I wouldn't send out next steps with Twiz after that content point, no. right? I use, this is, okay, perfect. There are, right, there so. are some rare situations where you would, but for the most part, yeah. you're going to want to do that at, on the follow-up call basically. So perfect. Okay. I have had a couple of those rare situations where like the first call we're talking about everything price is discussed and they're still interested. So then I might send this out. Yeah, you might. Okay. And the big thing yeah. is just like, that's also just, I think the big thing is that's also the best way that I can help you. Because I think if you CC me on those emails and I see them come through and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well she's sending a lot of these out. Why is nothing closing? Then the whole conversation becomes, how can we follow up with them and get them to pay? Cause they've already got mm -hmm. the link. What are they waiting for? As opposed to yeah. when they just receive information, then it's like, well, okay, I'm still trying to figure out what the price is. I'm still trying to figure out information as opposed to, well, let's just pay. Let's just get it over with. We're done. You know, it's a yeah. lot, it's a lot easier for them. So I think that's the okay. big thing is just, is just getting that out there, getting that email out there and getting them to see it. And then we can, mm -hmm. then, then it just becomes about follow-up. And at that point, yeah. then that just, that's when these things will close pretty consistently. So awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> every step of this journey has just been 
awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's great. I'll, every day I'm, I'm like, oh, I love my work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm excited. I'll, yeah. uh, I'm glad to hear it. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just a matter of time. You're like, you have at least three or four opportunities that are out there that are active. Yeah. One should probably close. And then if not, then it's just about the follow-up and it's just about refining the way the pitch is done. But, and then that just comes from going through scenarios together and just me asking you questions and like trying to stump you and ask you questions that, yeah. you know, are going to be harder and then just see, just test your knowledge. And then um, that could be done on the biweekly calls. But to be honest, like you're pretty much at the point where you're, you know, you're, you're going to start closing them. Like it's going to yeah. happen. So I feel it too. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm figuring out a really good path. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, cool. Well, this was really helpful and, um, I will, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, so it's all good on our meeting at two o'clock. Yep. Thanks. I'll talk okay. to you later. Okay. Thanks. Lucas. Bye. Bye.